0: Welcome listeners, the podcast that we are on today is Impressive, a digital marketer. So we're going to talk about marketing automation, share of voice, and personal branding today. We will be hosting Santi Vela from PECCA, the company behind DAF and Kenworth Trucks. Myself, I'm Sammy from Impressive. Uh, I'm in the account success team and work as a partner with our clients and help them achieve the business goals through the power of digital Really, really delighted to host one of our most favorite clients, Santi Vela from DAF. Santi uh, is spearheading the digital marketing wing for PECCAR, which manufactures DAF and Kenworth trucks. PECCAR is a US-based manufacturing company with the 2017-18 revenues reported in excess of $19 billion. PECCAR Australia and Impressive uh, joined hands back in 2018 to work together on digital marketing. So let's hear it from Santi. Santi, thank you very much for joining us. Please tell us a bit about your journey at Packard so far.
1: Thank you, Sami. I started working for Packard back in 2014. At that time, our digital environment was was very, very simple. So, uh, you know, we're talking about a company with a little bit of social media presence, especially in Facebook and a couple of websites, and that was it. Well, when when I started um, assessing how the company was set up to be competitive in this new business environment, which is digital, I found quickly that uh, many things were not properly um, connected, and some, some things were actually not uh, working to our best advantage. We didn't have a customer relationship management system. We didn't have an understanding of our brand uh, brand touch points. We didn't have a group of people to support digital marketing activities. We didn't have any strategy to follow. So the first thing I did was to organize our business environment. We organized our house to support growth and to um, take our digital to the next level. At that time, five years ago, we were very immature in terms of applying digital marketing. We didn't know much about uh, the purpose of inbound marketing. And as such, we were missing a great opportunity. So quickly, in a couple of years, we organized all that environment for us to be very competitive. And after five years, let me tell you, Sami, that we're doing pretty well.
0: That's great to hear, Santi. And you mentioned that, the initiatives that you took are not just limited to digital marketing, but they were more towards digital transformation as well. Uh, and it is, a, it, it is a topic which is commonly misunderstood as one thing, but digital marketing and digital transformation are two distinct things. Yes. Would you uh, want to shed some light on contrasting how digital transformation, like up, uh, upgrading your internal tools, is different from digital marketing when you are reaching out and, and, and looking for new audiences?
1: Yes, you're right, Sammy. There are different things. Uh, Digital transformation starts from the vision of the company. So it's strategic. It's something that has to be decided at the very top of the organization. We're talking here about business directors, and, and they need to distill that business vision into a strategy that then digital marketing can support. Uh, A lot of companies out there, they don't have a clear understanding of that vision. Therefore, the marketing activities are ad hoc. The marketing activities are just uh, looking at short term uh, benefits. So a digital transformation touches in three areas. The first one is people. The second one is processes. And the third one is technology. Digital marketing execute activities within these three big elements. So for a company to move forward, they need to assess how the people uh, is upskilled to compete in this new environment, what sort of roles the company has to tackle digital marketing challenges, and how to restructure marketing, communication, and IT departments, and also sales to work together. Once this first... uh, BRIC is is established, which is people, then the the company needs to move forward to processes. So processes, we're talking here about establishing data protocols, data governance, how data flows across uh, the organization. And finally, we need to discuss about um, technology technology will not work if these two previous steps which is people and processes are not when aligned. Companies shouldn't marry with a particular technology. Companies should understand that technology is something that evolves as well. Sure so technology is just a tool but uh,
0: the strategy and the message which is going to be broadcasted through that tool uh, is is more important. So we will talk about a tool that I, that we both like as well. So, uh, you were featured by HubSpot. Uh, You were recognized by them for a marketing automation activity that you did. Would you
1: please uh, share your experience around that? Oh, yes. Um, Actually, I'm delightful to talk about HubSpot. Uh, HubSpot has been determinant uh, for our digital marketing success. Uh, Without them, um, definitely, we will not be where we are today. HubSpot, has many things right, many, many things right. But probably the first one or the one that attracted me to to the brand is how dedicated they are to train people, to educate people, to offer value before they actually start uh, commercializing or promoting their products and services. I was educated by HubSpot even before I was working for Packard Australia because of them, actually, I reckon I got my job in Pakar, Australia, because at the moment I was presenting my interview, I was talking in terms of inbound instead of outbound. So they gave me the edge.
0: And the and the interesting fact here is that HubSpot, uh, HubSpot's founder, Darmesh, was the founder of the term inbound marketing, which is massive. Inbound marketing is now a household term, especially for businesses and agencies. But that word was coined by HubSpot. So this is in their, in their roots. And what I love about HubSpot is how much content, as Santi, you were saying, how much content that they share with the, with the audience. And that leads to a higher share of voice, which is mm-hmm. one key thing that we wanted to discuss today. The SOV, or share of voice, is maximized when you are just visible. All of their content consumers are probably not going to buy their software tomorrow, but since they see majority of their uh, business needs and requirements and research needs met by uh, solutions provided by HubSpot, uh, they just stay fresh in business on this mind. And whenever uh, their prospects are looking to upgrade their CRM, their marketing automation software, guess who uh, comes to their mind? So for listeners who don't know, uh, Impressive is a gold partner with HubSpot and we work with clients looking to automate their marketing and automate their sales process as well. Uh, I will also suggest you check out hubspot.com slash resources slash tool. There are a ton of resources that you'll find useful. You can do your personas there. You can do download a few templates and, and just learn about video marketing. There There's an ocean of resources available there all for free. Uh, and with that, I think it's a great example for businesses, Santi. How do you see that businesses can learn from HubSpot's example of producing valuable content and staying fresh in
1: their prospect's mind? Look, you you mentioned something very important, Sami, and it's how HubSpot is very patient, how HubSpot um, recognizes that educating and taking the time to know the audiences is critical. That will be my advice. My advice to businesses is you need to understand that this is not a short-term activity or strategy. HubSpot is is a is is is, is a philosophy, is 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 a practice, is is a way to do marketing, it's not another activity. So I invite business owners, entrepreneurs, digital marketers to understand that adding value is something that demands. So yeah, I reckon yeah. that would be a good advice. I mean,
0: yeah, that's that's great. So now just t- towards the tail end of this discussion, uh we've got hundreds of listeners now, uh, but majority, a considerable majority of them are marketing managers and business owners. Would you like to share your experience and your suggestions on the use of personal branding for business
1: objectives? 100 um, percent personal branding is not important, but critical to any digital marketer out there Uh, my perspective is quite clear if if you are not capable to promote your own name if you are not capable to be seen as an expert in the field you shouldn't promote another brand basically your own name what you do should be your playground first you need to prepare yourself in order to compete out there by having or by leveraging yourself in what you have done before. This is the story. And and this story is critical for others uh, to realize that you could add any value to their own businesses. So what is personal branding? Personal branding means that you don't feel afraid to post in LinkedIn. Personal branding means that you are okay participating in a podcast like this one. Personal branding means that you are looking after opportunities to talk to speak about what you do personal branding means that you are okay sharing your knowledge
0: great so this Podcast, for example, is a way where how you can work on your personal branding using channels and LinkedIn and social media. Santiago, I remember that you shared when we started working together back in 2018. You you gave me some tips and suggestions on how I can keep my own personal LinkedIn account fresh. I was a guilty. Uh, I was guilty of not getting <laughs> that updated, that. but uh, Santiago, you remember that <laughs> uh, and, and and how I got that updated. And definitely since then, uh, I I started learning more about it and we always have. Chats
1: offline as well on how personal branding can help the organization itself. I would like to finish the, the podcast though with, with, with a tip for people out there. You allow me to do that? Please, please, Santiago. Thank you. Sami, it's very, very important for marketers to understand the PLC. What is the PLC? It's the product life cycle. The product life cycle is a traditional business theory that has four stages. The awareness stage, the growth stage, the maturity stage, and the decline stage. You need to read first how your brand or your brands are positioned in this matrix. Why? Because if you are in the introduction stage, the marketing activities that you execute should be all about awareness, how people can be informed about why you exist, your logo, your colors. Once you get across that first stage, because you're growing, then obviously you're in the growth stage. And at that point, it's very important to be focused on the product. It's very important to start communicating, not just the futures of your product, but also the benefits. Once you start selling or, or, or once you start being very popular in the marketplace, is because you're in the maturity stage of the product life cycle. And at that moment, the most important thing is distribution. The most important thing is to get alliances. The most important thing is to start doing horizontal and vertical integration. But at one point, just like everybody else, you will be in the decline stage. And that's when you you should start thinking about innovation or defining a new price uh, price strategy. So before doing digital marketing, stop for a second, draw a line or draw a circle in terms of where your brand is in this product lifecycle, and you will realize how your marketing execution will be much more effective.
0: Thank you so very much for sharing this, Santiago. I actually have a couple of questions on this. So introduction, growth, maturity, decline, as you said, are the four stages of product lifecycle. Businesses need to realize and and assess and gauge which stage of the product lifecycle they are in because every stage asks for a different kind of strategy. If you are, uh, as you said, that if you are in the introduction stage, you you should be focusing on brand awareness. Mm you mentioned this tip for businesses in the introduction stage but we see uh, some of the discussions that we have uh, with our prospects and with our industry partners and with with some businesses looking to uh, start working with us is a challenge that they 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 they've, uh, don't understand clearly how much they should invest in brand and they, they just try to start from the bottom of funnel conversion campaigns but if no one knows about your brand it's it's really hard to sell and do what a business would do if they were in their growth stage. Would you be able to advise something to businesses starting early? How, like what, how the value of branding initiatives and brand, branding activities can pay off later on in their, in their product lifecycle?
1: Yes. Let's start with a mission statement. You know, so it's, it's in the old traditional business book. People think that the mission statement is something that uh, shouldn't be communicated, and and it's not that important. But let me tell you, Sami, without an understanding of why you exist, why uh, you are part of this market, why you want to serve uh, your customers, there is no way to move forward in the product lifecycle. Once you understand why you exist, it's going to be simpler to communicate using your logo, using your slogan, using your brand name, what will be you doing sorry what uh, is this that you will be doing in the market so let's go back to the strategy let's go back to the traditional business plan now i'm not asking you that you need to have a 500 pages in, in in your business plan i'm telling you that you need two or three pages that will clearly identify what is the mission of the company what is the vision of the company What strategy the company will be applying to achieve that vision? Which specific objectives are aligned to that strategy? Which activities are needed in order to achieve each one of these specific objectives? How are you going to implement marketing technology? And finally, how are you going to monitor uh, the results of your planning using key performance indicators? So do this first. Once you have this planning right, Then move to the next stage, which is digital marketing. Great. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Santi. So one topic that we are looking to cover, but please uh, tell us if you'd like us to talk about that in uh, one of our upcoming podcasts is Google's KPI essential framework. What it explains on a high level is that it says that every prospect out there is in one of these four stages, see, think, do, and care. See is when they're just seeing the brand. Think is when they are considering making a purchase that they might need to buy a new pair of shoes. Do is when they have the credit card in their hand and they have a couple of websites open and they are just looking to make that purchase. And care is after they have become our customers. It is a lot of valuable content uh, that we would like to share with you in our upcoming podcast. Please share your interest and let us know
1: if you'd like us to talk more about that.
0: So, Santi, how can our listeners get in touch with you?
1: Thank you, Sami. Uh, my website is santivella.com or people just can Google Santivella and they will find my social media profiles, especially in LinkedIn. I am always willing to answer any question related to entrepreneurship, business, strategy, marketing, even machine learning and augmented analytics and artificial intelligence. So feel free if you are out there to... You know ask any question that you think i can answer
0: sure so it's s-a-n-t-i-v-e-l-a.com santivela.com thanks santi so listeners thank you very much for your time uh please jump on itunes stitcher or mixcloud and sign up to our podcast i hope you enjoyed today's show please leave us five star reviews and we'll catch up next time